Welcome to the Plan Is podcast with me, Caroline Dunn. I'm a personal trainer, nutrition coach, yoga teacher, and a geek obsessed with learning how to live the biggest, fullest, most joyful life and helping you do the same. In this podcast, we'll cover fitness, nutrition, mindset yoga, and personal development because it's time to stop putting our health into boxes. It's time to care about the whole beautiful, messy you, mind, body, and spirit. The plan is to rise up, sweat, get stronger, be joyful, let it go, pause, laugh, try again, breathe, and do our best. I am so happy you're here. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, The Plan Is Podcast, with me, Caroline Dunn. We may or may not be getting slightly controversial today, because people tend to have quite polarized opinions on this topic, intermittent fasting. Oh, I had to stop, like, engaging in certain groups on social media and things like this because it's a minefield, an absolute minefield. And today, we're going to slightly dive into that. I'm going to give you a current opinion or perspective on intermittent fasting. But I will also say, I reserve the right to change my mind, as do we all. And I will also say that you're an individual, presumably, presumably an adult individual, who can make their own choices. <laughs> so let's bear those two things in mind as we navigate this subject together. And what is right for one person may not be right for another person. That's cool. That's fine. So intermittent fasting, what is it first of all? It essentially means not eating for a period of time. That is intermittent fasting. And we kind of naturally do it when we sleep. But there are... Intermittent fasting tends to be more than that. So it may be some sort of time-restricted eating where someone only eats for 12 hours of the day and doesn't for the other 12 or only eats for 8 hours of the day and not for the other 16. There's also like the 5-2 diet, if you've heard of that, where... Two days a week, you have just 500 calories. Um, and then there's also longer fasting periods as well. Now, I'm going to quote Dr. Rhonda Patrick. Now, this quote is now a year or so out of date. So maybe she has changed her mind also. Um, but I came across her saying that everyone should follow some kind of intermittent fasting. Well, in my head also, I was kind of like, we already do, we sleep. <laughs> so most of us engage with intermittent fasting in that way. But it's quite a bold scientist statement from a scientist. Um, she was clearly not saying just don't eat when we sleep, but actually we should be more consciously engaging in intermittent fasting. The reason why I found it interesting was that most research uses maybes and mites. It's usually not black and white at all. Like phrases such as limitations to conclusions and this warrants further research and then it poses a ton of ton more questions. That's usually more what science conclusions are like. 
So I have delved into the research. I've read papers on it. And also remember that as a human, I am biased. And I have my bias in this. I recognize that. Um, there is obviously some information, some in, informedness there. And my perspective, my conclusions are based on that information plus my concern for the general person in the population. But bear in mind, it is biased nonetheless. And other people will disagree with me. And that's cool. Now, there are massive benefits to intermittent fasting. Huge benefits for intermittent fasting. And the research currently suggests that those benefits are in longevity, long-term health and long-term living (laughs) living a long time so if you're interested which if you're listening to this i presume you are studies do show that intermittent fasting causes levels of blood insulin to drop it's generally considered a good thing higher levels of something called human growth hormone which means we get more cellular repair western recovery yay usually a good thing in some cases with longer fasting it's been shown to cause shown to cause (laughs) it has been shown to cause yeah that is the right words cellular atrophy which means death and then renewal which is essentially like kick-starting a process of ditching the old and in with the new Um, so organs and stress of fasting have been shown to actually shrink in size and therefore stimulate new cell growth so it's like you get Not a complete renewal of an organ, but, you know, somewhere along those lines. Furthermore, metabolic rate can increase and the decreased insulin resistance can help protect against type 2 diabetes. And that's not the end of it. So it's also been found to fight inflammation and damage to DNA, both of which are contributors to lots of common diseases and aging, It can reduce blood pressure, improve our cholesterol ratio, so good to bad cholesterol ratio. This is in animal studies, by the way. Um, It's been shown to also protect against cancer, evidence of animal studies, and potentially the cellular regeneration could also help your brain, warding off potentially things like Alzheimer's. At the moment, you're probably thinking, wow, get me on the intermittent fasting. And I'm not going to lie, I was pretty staggered as well. I haven't even got to the most dramatic part. Some of the most drastic evidences in lifespan. So something called, we're geeking out here now, nematode worms. (laughs) They are a common model organism. So they're used a lot in research, basically. Their lifespan doubled in intermittent fasting studies. And other studies in rats showed an 83% increase in lifespan. That is amazing, is it not? It is staggering. But can we now address the other side of this? There's two things. The first thing is, I don't see a lot of people engaging in fasting, at least online in the groups I'm in, for longevity benefits i see them engaging in fasting for weight loss benefits and it's not a tool for weight loss (laughs) the only way it 
impacts someone's weight is by restricting calories because it's restricting the time that you're eating creating a calorie deficit therefore causing the person to lose weight which in itself isn't bad but i'd also say is it the best tool to achieve that and for a lot of people engaging in this method i would say potentially not because this kind of leads into my next point all of these headlines and all of this now what is therefore mainstream information about intermittent fasting it's not made clear that first of all some of the stuff that i've just quoted is in animal studies and secondly the ones that are done on humans are done in men like men for some reason and it is starting to change but for some reason they're con- still considered the standard like what is this in 2021 a man is considered the standard in scientific research let's just disregard 50% of the population then shall we and women are not small men so I will first of all say what I do know about the studies that are done in women and then let's see if we can draw any conclusions at all from this so most of the studies that are in humans are in men there's not huge amounts of evidence or studies at least large scale that have been done in women i've come across at least one study and read around this that women following a similar fasting pattern to men may actually worsen blood sugar level control and tests in specifically this is rats showed that alternate day fasting four months affected their reproductive cycles so the reason why i bring this up is this is no it's not peculiar it's something that is unique to women so the reproductive cycle makes women who have one very sensitive to energy intake and limiting food can bring about big stress responses so cortisol cortisol levels go up blood sugar level um, controls worsen so is it a good idea for women i don't think it's a definite yes and i don't think it's a definite no but i'd love to see a more informed choice because potentially intermittent fasting is a big stress on the female body i would definitely say that if you are a woman in your pre-adult years trying to get pregnant breastfeeding menopausal perimenopausal or postmenopausal it's probably not a good idea if you have a high stress lifestyle it's probably not a good idea and or if there are specific reasons for wanting to do it it should be approached very very gently and essentially taking the time and period that they're asleep and gradually elongating that over time monitoring how that person is feeling as the period of fasting gets longer 
if specifically the woman is interested in weight loss, I'd explore other options first. I would explore other options first because if you take into account all of those stages of life that I have just listed, isn't that pretty much most of our time kind of covered? It's the big, big part of it, isn't it? So I will just say without saying yes, do it, no, don't do it. I just say your most important question is if you're interested in it, why do you want to do it? Why do you want to do it? Get clear on that. Is it the best tool for that? And if you are going to embark on it, do it gently. Do it gently and monitor how you feel. And yes, you will find a lot of women anecdotally says it works well for them. But there are a lot where it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, There are even some cases where women report early menopause onset from intermittent fasting so be careful listen to your body listen to your body it has the answers as to whether intermittent fasting has worked is working for you or not and on that note i would love to know have you tried intermittent fasting if so what are your experiences i am definitely not trying to convert anyone either way informed choices and where do you lie on this matter share on social media i'd love for you to join in tag me at the plan harrogates and until next time everyone listen to your body it makes me do a little happy dance to have had you join me in this episode If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe, rate it five stars and leave a written review. I so appreciate it. And don't forget to subscribe to my mailing list also at www.theplancoaching.com so we can keep in touch. I love doing this with you and sharing the struggles, laughs and wins along the way. So I thank you for being here. And until next time, remember, life's better with a plan.